Zombify. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Baseball Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Adam Caster. Here as always, my co-host at Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how's your phone? Blowing up. My phone's had a stroke tonight. It's gonna be if you hear if you hear vibrations throughout this podcast, I I I'm I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm I'm, I'm just trying to stay afloat. This is hell week between March Madness and NFL free agency and Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers and Aaron fucking Rodgers. It, it's just it, it's 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 my worst nightmare, my worst nightmare. But um, treading water, but breathing, breathing. How are you? Pretty good. I feel good. like a monkey's paw has curled with Aaron Rodgers a little bit. It's like I want Aaron Rodgers. I want the Jets to have a great quarterback. It's like well. It's going to be the shittiest pro- protracted free trade free agency period you have ever seen. And then that's that's it. That's the catch. Adam, are there any apologies that you're going to uh, throw the way of Aaron Rodgers for the absolutely disgraceful amounts of slander that you've thrown at him over the years? A little bit. I mean, he's kind of he is still kind of a dickhead. It's but... kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. We went from the most Adam quarterback of all time being linked with the Jets in Derek Carr, which you would have done backflips over to the most non-Adam quarterback of all time being linked with the Jets in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I still would rather have Rodgers over Carr, though. I would hope so. Otherwise, I would yeah. I would I would end this podcast and tell you uh we have a strict no concussion on air protocol set here. You need to go well, get your head examined. Listen, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is still kind of a dick, but I mean, he's not the worst person in the, he's not the worst quarterback in the NFL. Personally, not the worst quarterback in the NFL. No, that, he's not. That, that mantle will be taken for the next couple of years um, by a certain quarterback in Ohio. But, um, you know, for him to be a jet in the next 10 years. Oh, I would hate that so much. Well, with your track record, it's coming down the pipeline. The, the Jets are literally, ta- they are tailoring their quarterbacks to you, Adam. Go out to yeah. Utah, go out to Utah. They draft the BYU guy. The BYU guy stinks at the joint. They're linked with Adam's favorite quarterback of all time and Adam's least favorite quarterback of all time. Then when that guy retires, I'm sure there'll be another guy you fall in love with, and, or they just trade for that guy from Ohio that you don't like, whose name is Deshaun no, they, Watson. Well, they weren't they weren't linked with Tom Brady, so he, they weren't linked with my least favorite quarterback of all time. And they were linked with Tom Brady for probably about five minutes. I would have been like, that's nope, nope, forget that. They were linked with Tom Brady for about five minutes because there was some account on Twitter that said that the Jets could have interest in bringing in Tom Brady, and that lasted for literally about five minutes. I mean, what's the what's the level of that? Where it's like, if somebody, if Joe Douglas, like, hey, wouldn't it be weird if we had Tom Brady? Is that the is that what we're talking about? I, whatever. In my defense, though, when I was interviewing for my current job, Zach Wilson had already been drafted because it was in August. So it was written because... in the stars, Adam. Okay, whatever. You 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 in you in the Jets. You in the Jets. Yeah. You, you, it, it, it's a it's a romance that has 
spent eons, the eons in the making. It's a tough relationship, to be honest I'm with you. Sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> to love to love something or someone so much and get nothing in return. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough relationship. Listen, I don't know. I mean, at this point, knock on wood, all of the teams that I root for are actually in good spots now. Welcome, welcome to the life of being a Cowboys fan, brother. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Jets might get Aaron Rodgers. The Mets are doing things, even though I'm not too enthused about the Jose Quintana news. Um, uh, yeah, no, that's not that's not necessarily enthusing, but at least a pitcher you spent $100 plus million on is not on your IL. Yeah, that, that is true. The, the Knicks are good. As long as they have Jalen Brunson. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Rangers are doing things. The Rangers need to get their shit together. But the, that's... Cardi- the cardiac Rangers. Yeah. Never easy. You want to talk about monkey's paw. Monkey monkey paws with the Rangers. That's oh, that's all crazy. I'm like, brother, it is Patrick, never easy. Was Patrick Kane really worth it? It seems like he just screwed with the whole team chemistry. Adam. Patrick Kane has been the least of our problems. I know. We are in Mika March, and Mika March is scoring goals in the wrong fucking net. I know. I know. At least Vlad Terrace. Literally, the, the two big deadline guys, they look good. It's the rest of the team that looks like fucking Shangad. It's because we don't have Ryan Lindgren. It's just weird that the entire team structure hinges on Ryan Lindgren. But yes. You know, yes. Which makes it even is. more fucked up that he's going to be a free agent in two years and we probably won't have enough money to sign him. Yeah. Well, it's the, the Filipino dilemma. I tell you, Matthew Robertson, he better be the second coming of Christ. Yeah. And Brennan Often, for that matter. I mean, I, it, it, it's rough. It's rough. But still, it's fine. If the Rangers win the cup this year, who cares? Yeah. Hey, if you're telling me, if you're telling me with all this, at the end of the day, the Rangers win a Stanley Cup, guess what? I, I'd be like, all right, sure. Which foot do you want, left or right? Yeah, uh, I'll take it. Yep. Anyway, so let's get into the big story. And obviously, and nothing, the biggest... and nothing about your football club? Oh, uh, Man City's fine. <laughs> Hopefully we'll win the UCL, but honestly, I don't even know anymore. I'm just hoping Arsenal Football Club wins the league. That's all I want. That's all I want in life. <laughs> I mean, if our if our fullbacks won't stop being just... I don't even know. Inept? Well, the other... No, I mean, like, in their personal lives. Oh. Oh. Oh yeah, I see. Leave that stone unturned. I will not be talking about that. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. Just uh, keep it to yourself, Kyle. Keep it to yourself. If you know, you know. Yeah. And if just, you don't uh, know, if you don't know, just look up Kyle Walker right now. That's it. Maybe don't. Maybe don't do that. Actually, don't do it in the workplace. <laughs> don't do it no. in the workplace, and make sure you're on private browsing when you do it. Yeah. Uh, Anyhow, well, yeah. So let's talk about football. 
yeah, you know, the, the, the you know American football, the thing and that the we're big, here for. The thing that we're here for. The big story, obviously, is Mike White leaving to go to Miami, which is just a damn shame. Yeah, and and knowing Tua and knowing Tua and his injury record, um, the Jets will be facing Mike White probably in Week Seven, which sucks. In Miami, in Miami, and they'll lose. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers versus Mike White. Who would have saw that coming? With Aaron Rodgers being the quarterback of the Jets, who would have saw that I know. coming? If you had, if you had said that to me in November, that Mike White would be the starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins at some point in 2023, and Aaron Rodgers would be the starting quarterback of the New York Jets at some point in 2023, and they would face each other, I would have said you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. But, and obviously we'll... Uh, We'll touch on Mr. Rogers as we go through this, but I think it is very apparent that where that's going, if the Jets just let Mike White leave uncontested. Yeah. Although I would have liked to have him as a backup. Which is essentially what happened. Yeah. I would have liked to. The money didn't work out and the Jets can't spend money right now because they are waiting on, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I mean that's why it's kind of a kind of a crappy situation. Just because I mean it'll feel great when it's done, and like we know we have a resolution. But like being in limbo, I'm sure Doug, uh, Joe Douglas isn't happy seeing all these you know big time free agents getting signed in this legal tampering period. And he's like, well, I just have to sit on my hands because there's a lot of money in flux at the moment. You know that sort of thing. I don't want to spend too much time talking about, talking about Rogers yet. All right, we could start in the AFC East, but I honestly don't think Joe Douglas gives a shit because if he gets Aaron Rodgers, awesome. Well, Aaron Rodgers is allegedly courting other free agents to come with him. Right. At the time. Right. So, so the Jets we'll the, the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, the whole complexion changes. Yeah. Simple as that. Well, let's just start with the with the AFC East because yeah. you know, we talked about Mike White. Going to uh, going to the Dolphins and you know Aaron Rodgers with the Jets and well you want to you want uh, to start with the Dolphins I mean while while we're while we're on it we could talk about the thing that they actually did like the 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 very big thing that they did uh oh uh, David Long the linebacker yeah, two years yeah. uh, good signing though good signing though David Long's a good player no I'm just kidding of course Jalen Ramsey yeah. Oof. Jalen Ramsey, who's going to get cooked by Garrett Wilson twice a year. And you know what? That's probably right. <laughs> and Stefan Diggs. I mean, the writing, the yeah. writing was just on the wall. Week one of last year when Stefan Diggs cooked him a national television in front of the entire country. Week one. But he goes to brand new place, Miami building. Hopefully what's going to be a contender, obviously, that really lies in to his hands, whether or not he's going to be healthy and obviously hoping that he's going to be healthy. But yeah, I mean, listen, if, if, if Jalen Ramsey can find his form again and you have, um, Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard, I completely lost my train of thought, <laughs> completely lost my train of thought. I was like, I was like, price, 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 uh, Xavier Howard, like, bam. 
Were you trying to say Howard Jones? Ramsey. There we go. Were you going to try and say Byron Jones, but then you're like, oh, wait, they released Byron Jones. Who's the other guy? That's probably that is, that is probably what I was thinking of, Adam. That's a heck of a call. <laughs> is despite all the the injuries with Byron Jones, and obviously wishing him well, and hopefully he's able to uh, play football again with the uh, injuries that he has. But is Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard a better combo with Jalen Ramsey where he is now, at least where we think he is now, than Byron Jones with Xavier Howard? Only time yeah. will tell. Only time will tell. We're we're we're, we're going to figure it out. Well, at this moment, yes, just because we don't know about the future of Byron Jones, and you know he didn't play all of last year, so having two guys who are available and healthy should be helpful for the Dolphins. But also, I mean, I don't really he has is Xavier Howard still like where he is, where he was a couple of years ago. Um. He's had a little bit of little bit of a decline, but he's still very, very, very serviceable. Yeah, he's still he's still an above average, if not if I would say good corner. I mean, there was a there were a couple of Jets uh, fans on Twitter that were joking like, "Well, Jalen Ramsey just got welcome to being the uh, third best corner in the AFC East." Well, I guess fourth, maybe. If you want to talk about uh, Tre'Davious White, yeah, yeah, I would say I would say probably the fourth. Because it's yeah, it's Sauce Gardner, Tre'Davious White, um, DJ Reed, and then Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> he could even be the fifth. I would put Xavier Howard over. I don't think he's the best corner of his team. No. What do the but, Patriots have? The Patriots have somebody, right? Who's a really good corner? Um. Oh, guess they did. They have. Uh, they just resigned uh, Jonathan Jones. Oh yeah, him too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if uh, Jonathan Jones is better than uh, Jalen Ramsey. He's a good corner, though. He's a damn good corner. Yeah. Well, I mean, the package was pretty underwhelming. Yeah, because they had to re- they had to resign him to uh, the long term deal, give him the extension. So Rams just wanted that money off the books so they can really uh, build from scratch. And and I I I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him, but overall, fine, fine start for Miami. A lot of stuff done, getting the insurance policy for two and getting two good players they could put on their defense. So good start for Miami. Yeah. Um, and the official trade package for the Miami Dolphins and the 2023 the third and Hunter Long, correct, going to Los Angeles and then Miami getting Jalen Ramsey. Um, let's go to the other team that made a trade in the AFC East. Well, I guess three out of the four made trades in recent in the past couple of days. But um, the Patriots, they traded away Jonu Smith for a seventh round pick. I mean, oh, how the mighty have fallen. Kind of a rough free agent signing for New England. Adam. Just, yes. I know Hunter Henry's by himself. The deck is cleared for Hunter Henry. Love it. Love it. My Hall of Fame tight end. He's back. This is good stuff. Um, I don't want to talk about Johnny Smith too much just because um, I'm saving that for the Falcons because I have thoughts. I have thoughts. Um, But before we get get there, um, they just re-signed their guys. James Ferentz, Ray Quan McMillan, Jonathan Jones, all re-signed keeping their guys in-house, 
I would expect the Patriots to do more. They have to they have to now sign a receiver if uh Jacoby Myers is not coming back. Have an update on him later. They have to sign a receiver. And I don't know where that receiver is coming from. They might just uh draft one or maybe try and trade for one. Have more on that later. Um but overall, keeping their guys in-house, not not a lot of money being thrown around. Jonathan Jones got a nice little pay raise, 10 million a year, 13 million guaranteed. So not too not too bad. Can't complain for what the Patriots are doing. They also need a punter. Yes. Yes, they do need a punter. So yeah. All right. The Jets. So the Jets haven't done anything yet because they're waiting. Well, they did one thing. They signed Greg Zerline, which is, I mean, I'm fine with that. Yeah. They signed Greg Zerline and then they just restructured like a million contracts to um, one of my favorite tweets was, I think it was Lakin Tomlinson. You know, that meme from Futurama where Fry is like, shut up and take my money. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so uh, I think Lake and Tomlinson tweeted that at Aaron Rodgers. It's a great tweet. Great tweet. That's a great tweet. Yeah. They re-signed Greg Zerline. Serviceable kicker. Nice. They made a trade. They got Chuck Clark, who I think that's a very underrated addition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Chuck Clark's would be very, very good for them. Nice physical safety. Um, and then re-signed. Oh, and then they signed Quincy, Quincy Williams. Hugh Williams. Hugh Williams. Just Q-I-N, Williams. not the not the Williams that, that Jets fans want to be re-signed. Well, they wanted Quincy Williams to be re-signed, but they want Quentin Williams to be re-signed more. Yeah, well, I think you know having uh, Quincy Williams there maybe will help re-sign because you know they're brothers after all. So yeah, yeah and, and and listen, I mean it's 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 a good deal, good deal, six million base, which could rise to seven with incentives. I have no issue with that, especially with. Yeah especially with the money that's being thrown around towards linebackers today. That's a really, really good deal that the, uh, that the, that the Jets got. So good work. Good work by the Jets for getting, for getting that, uh, getting that done. Yeah. And before you say nepotism, because it's his brother, because it's Quinn Williams, brother, Quincy Williams was actually pretty underrated last year for the Jets at linebacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty solid, solid move. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers is the the uh, elephant of the room. Yep, we'll have more we'll have more on that later. Yes. Um, and then Buffalo. Uh so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Resigning resigning two of their own at linebacker, Tyler Matikavich and Matt Milano. Milano getting a two year extension, and Matikavich getting a two year deal, which will void after year one. So essentially it is a one year deal. They re-signed Sam Martin and they signed former, former cowboy Connor McGovern on a three year, $23 million deal. A uh, nice little pay raise for him it was very solid, uh, very solid for Dallas. Uh, he'll be a good addition to what's uh, that offensive line in Buffalo. Uh, what they're going to do now is they have to, uh, they have to fill needs. They probably are going to be in the market for a linebacker at some point, but now Tremaine Edmonds out of the building I would also expect maybe Buffalo to be in the market for a safety at some point, or at least some secondary help with Jordan Boyer not expected back. Yep. Also, apparently there are two Connor McGoverns in the NFL. Yes, there's one that plays for the Jets and one that plays for the Cowboys. Yeah. Or for a second, the Cowboys and now plays for the Bills. It's funny because I thought that like, oh, we must have let Connor McGovern go in free agency every time I watch the Cowboys game. Like the Cowboys game is like, 
oh, it's a different guy. Yep. It's kind of funny. Yep. Different guy. Different bloke. Different guy, but they're both offensive linemen. Yep. I was like, oh, they must have just converted him to center. I thought he, yeah, were, both, I thought he was a Both guard. are half decent. Yeah. Both are half decent. I wish Connor got him well. He was good, a really, really good player for us. Yeah. I wish our Connor McGovern played center. And ours and ours played guard. And he could play center. He could play center. He took some he took some snaps center. Well, he's listed as a center on spot on a spot track. Your Connor McGovern or my Connor McGovern? The one that signed with the Bills. Hey, he, he was playing guard for us. Oh. Yeah, he was playing well. guard for us. No one, no one's playing center other, other than Tyler Biotish. Tyler Biotish is healthy. He's playing. He, he's our center. Yeah, no, this is the one for this is the one from Dallas. So yep. yeah, he's listed as a center. But I guess whatever. Yeah, and he won't be. He won't be playing center for Buffalo because they have Mitch Morse. So he'll be playing guard. But yeah, offensive linemen are pretty are pretty interchangeable. Yep. So he'll be playing guard positionally. Um, anyway, enough semantics. We have so many. We have so much to talk about. Um, let's go to the AFC West and start with the Raiders. So the big move that the Raiders did was uh, they signed Jimmy Garoppolo to a three-year, seventy-two point seven five million dollar contract extension with around forty-five-ish million guaranteed. Um, which makes sense because of the whole Josh McDaniels Patriots connection. Um, and they franchise tag Josh Jacobs also. And that's other otherwise is pretty pretty minor um signings for the Raiders. Yeah, Josh Jacobs got the non-exclusive tag, so anybody can uh send him an offer, he can agree to the offer, and the Raiders can choose to match it or not. They re-signed Amir Abdullah, so he'll probably be, you know, the change of pace back for them as he was in 2022. Uh, Marcus Epps is, is a good signing for them. Uh, two years, $12 million, $8 million of that guaranteed. But then obviously Jimmy Garoppolo is, is the big one and and the one where you actually have a nice little fantasy discussion on. Um, I, I actually like this fit for, for Jimmy. And obviously, yes, as Adam mentioned, there's the Patriots connect between Jimmy Garoppolo and, and, and Josh McDaniels. I also think it's very good for Devontae Adams because you have a quarterback that we have seen get his receivers the ball. And what do you want out of Devontae Adams? You want him to get the ball as much as humanly possible. Uh, Devontae Adams, he may get a boost in my in my ranks. I have him my wide receiver five. I might move him up to my wide receiver four. I'm not sure if I would get there um, with over Jamar Chase. I'm not exactly sure yet. I'll have to do that uh, dive over the weekend just to kind of see. Uh, where I'm at, where I'm at there. But if he could stay healthy, I absolutely love this for Darren Waller because obviously we saw the connection that Jimmy Garoppolo had with his tight ends in San Francisco, namely George Kittle. If Darren Waller could stay on the field, I absolutely love this for him and he'll definitely get a boost in my ranks. The problem is is always going to be health with with Darren Waller. He could stay on the field. I love this for him and he could be very, very nice in, in fantasy this year. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, Josh Jacobs too because... yeah. Um, you know, it it's just a really good situation for Jimmy Garoppolo to go to uh, go into for him. Yeah, and a very comp- a very competitive division as well. Uh, Garoppolo's gonna be very steady. He's gonna be very steady, and I think getting him for twenty four and a quarter 
when the going rate for quarterbacks is really like 35 at the base. And that's really, really good business from the Raiders. It's very rare that I say that the Raiders actually do, do, did something that made sense. This makes a lot of sense than the money that they gave him. And it's really, really, really well done. I wonder, though, if the Raiders are still going to go out and try and draft the quarterback. That is always going to be in the back of my head. Maybe not in round one, but in the middle part of the draft. I wonder if they try and go like round three, round four, maybe get like, I don't know, who's a mid-round quarterback they can go and get, like a Max Duggan. So, some somebody like that. Yeah. I mean, they do need a backup because uh, Jared Stidham, you know, signed in Denver and everything. Yep. So um, I wouldn't be surprised. And also Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, he's not, uh, he's also not really the picture of health. He hasn't been the picture of health these past couple of years. True. So that's, they, that's, that is also very true. They, they need somebody to yep. like a competent uh, backup. I don't know if they want to trust that to a rookie or maybe, uh, maybe Brian Hoyer is available or something. Yeah. <laughs> You think Brian Hoyer is going to be available if Bill Belichick is still in the league? Come on now. Or Matt Castle or um, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Just just name former Patriots quarterbacks that are yeah. not Tom Brady. Exactly. Exactly. What if they could bring, uh, what if they could bring like Drew Bledsoe out of retirement? What about uh, Ryan Mallett? Oh, wow. Wow. Deep cut. <laughs> Deep cut. I appreciate it. Yeah. Anyway. But... I, w- I also wouldn't be surprised though if they do draft a quarterback. No, um, no, just because like Jimmy Garoppolo, he's he's the answer for a while, but also you know he's getting older. Like he's not the he's not like a long term answer for a team. You know the Raiders are going to have to rebuild at some point. No, so. no, but he he he's a very solid bridge option to get you to that next potential franchise quarterback. See what the Saints did with Derek Carr and. And in a way, too, what the Jets are looking to do with Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Absolutely. So at that at that level, it's fine. Well, it's a, no, I'm not even saying it's a bad thing either. I'm just saying, like, they they should still – and I know that they are because they're a competent franchise mostly. Um, but they are thinking about the the future. Yes, with they, have quarterback. they have to. They have to, as every franchise does. All right, let's move on to the defending champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, big moves for them. Um, they cleared a lot of cap space, releasing Frank, uh, Frank Clark, and they used a, a bit of that cap space to sign uh, Jawan Taylor to a huge contract. And then they also let uh, Orlando Brown go in free agency. Yeah, and there was some talk earlier in the day that the Chiefs were asking around about potentially Laramie Tunsil, but the price for Laramie Tunsil, if anybody's going to get him from the Houston Texans, is going to just be absolutely enormous. We're talking uh, potentially two first-round picks and then even more early picks um, this year and potentially next year as well. I mean, the the price that I had heard quoted from one team was like two first-round picks and then a couple of seconds and thirds. Which is well, I guess basically the trade that sent Larry Tunsil to Houston in the first place is what the Texans are looking for. Yeah, but Larry Tunsil is also possibly pound for pound the best offensive tackle in football. Yeah. I mean, he he went up against high level opposition last year and allowed eight pressures. That's crazy. Which is ridiculous. Which is 
absolutely obscene, especially with who they had at quarterback for the, the rotating door that they had in Houston. You still had Larry Tunsil just doing his thing, which is which is silly. And he's going to reset the left tackle market. He he's, he is going to. He's going he's going to get a monster contract. Yep. So it's, whether it's going to be in Houston or or elsewhere, but did not think Jawan Taylor was going to be the the guy that Kansas City turned to. I thought it was going to be Orlando Brown uh, all along. Uh, the fact that they didn't is interesting. I've heard the Jets have checked in on Orlando Brown. That could be something that the Jets go ahead and do. I'm not the biggest Jawan Taylor guy, but it's hard to argue with Andy Reid when all the man does is sign players that'll help them contend for championships. So, again, hard to hate it, but Jawan Taylor is just not my cup of tea. But it's Andy Reid. I I know better. I'm not doubting him. Well, plus offensive linemen. I feel like there was some article about this leading up to the Super Bowl, but offensive linemen need to like really change their game when they're in Kansas City. Yes, they have you to know, because of Patrick Mahomes and how he likes to scramble and move around all the time, so they can you know because they have to keep you know they have to hold their blocks for longer than they would for like an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady. Yep. Or yeah. So I mean, maybe he flourishes in this new uh, system. Maybe he doesn't. But it's uh, going to be interesting to see if that is the case. Correct. Yep. Um, they also signed LaMichael P. Ryan to it, but that was like last month. They signed LaMichael P. Ryan to a reserve contract, but I just saw LaMichael P. Ryan noted Jets Hero of 2020 who was signed to a contract by the Kansas City Chiefs. And I was like, Great oh guy. my God. Great guy. Yeah. That's how you know the, day, the days were bad. When Jets fans on Twitter were like, well, Michael Pirine's the future. Don't you know? He's the future at running back for the New York Jets. And he was awful. Um, yes. Yeah. He was just real bad. Uh, Denver. So Sean Payton trying to make his uh, impact on this team. And they signed big guy, uh, literally, Mike McGlinchey. A right tackle to a huge contract. Um, linemen are getting paid this offseason, it seems like. They, they're uh-huh. they're rebuilding their entire offensive line with Mike McGlinchey signing that monster deal. Ben Powers getting a huge deal as well. Uh, bringing in Chris Manhurts, blocking tight end. Uh, then defensively adding Alex Singleton. Nice little piece for Vance Joseph there. Getting an insurance policy for Russell Wilson and Jared Stidham. So far... Decent business done by by the Denver Broncos. Very curious, though, to see what happens with uh, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. There were some reports out there that Jerry Judy was actually spotted at Newark Airport. Uh, don't know if that was 100% confirmed or what that means of anything. Really? Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's that, that's the rumor that's out there. Uh, I haven't had that confirmed. I've had, I've had a few. I've asked a few sources to check in on that for me. Um, I haven't heard anything back, but. That's the rumor that's that that's out there. I don't know who's going to be dealt if anybody's going to be dealt, but I don't know why it would be Jerry Judy. To be quite honest, he's still on his rookie deal. Like, well, he's Trey the Corton, guy. Trey Corton Sutton. Trey the guy who's on a big contract. Yeah, Jerry Judy feels like the guy that the Broncos will regret most if they trade him and he ends up being a star. Agreed. Agreed. I think I think we know what Corton Sutton is. We don't really know what Jerry Judy is yet. Yeah. Exactly. 
and get and him get him in an offense and a competent offense that's really run by Sean Payton. <clears throat> yes, please. Yeah, yes, I don't please. think they want. I don't think they want to sell low on Jerry Judy at this point. No, 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 no. They, they shouldn't, and they shouldn't. But overall, good bit of business by by the Broncos. They're doing what they have to do. I'm going to be curious to see what they do at the running back position. However, I know that there have been uh, some running backs linked to Denver. We'll get there at the end of the show. Um, so maybe there'll be uh, some eyes opened by some of the running backs that Denver has been linked to. Well, will Javante Williams be back in time for week one, do you think? If I had to put my money on it, I'd say no. Really? Because he tore tore his ACL pretty kind of early in the year, right? Kind of early on, but you know how ACL injuries, well, you don't know how ACL injuries are, so I'll just just fucking tell you. They are guy who has had the injuries. They they are inconsistent. They heal some heal quicker than others, some heal slower than others. So it just depends on how the recovery is. But I would imagine that he's ready for for training camp and and maybe he gets some preseason snaps in. But it's the same thing with like Chris Godwin. It'll it'll be something something very similar where we go into draft season and we ask ourselves, will he, won't he? Yeah. Well, I think that well, even though. Like taking in into account what you said about ACL injuries, Chris Goblin, at least he tore his ACL like in the last quarter, last like third of the season, last quarter of the season. Right. So there right. was Which always Javante Williams case. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, you know, Jameson Williams, for example. It sure. Told, sure. Where he tore his ACL, you know, in the national championship game, basically, or in the playoff, I forget. Yeah, it's, it's basically it's basically a year. It's basically a year, depending on depending on how quickly you you heal up. Yep, Odo Beckham also. Yeah, so it's I mean it's possible that Javante Williams misses one or two games, but I would say he's mainly ready. But yeah, but I think if you start wanna... the season, I don't I don't know if he'll be. I don't know if he'll be a hundred percent full pace. How about that? Yeah, and they do need somebody else in that running back room because I don't think yeah. Javante Williams at this point can handle it on his own. Yeah. And they're going to bring it. They're going to bring in somebody else. I'll, I'll, have, I'll have more on that when we, uh, when we get there. Yeah. But I don't know if it's going to be one of those big, big name guys, because if they do think that Javante Williams is there, is their guy, then, I mean, I don't know. We will we'll see. Get there. We'll get it's there. A, it's, it's a tease. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Um, Last team in the AFC West. The Los Angeles Chargers. Um, they they, they have done absolutely nothing. They re-signed their backup quarterback, and they have their star running back on the trade market. That's it. Yep, that's I it. Know. We'll get we'll get there with Austin Eckler at the end of the show. Simple. Yeah, and they just restructured a bunch of contracts. Also, yep, other yep, star to guys create, to create cap space. Um, don't know what the status is with with Khalil Mack. He may be cut. He may not be cut. Don't know. Well, they just converted, you know, a lot of his salary into a. Oh, he was bonus. one of the restructures. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. If he if they restru- if they restructured his deal, he's staying. Yeah. So, he, according to Spot Track, uh, they converted sixteen point oh three five million of twenty twenty three salary plus a five point five million dollar roster bonus into a signing bonus, clearing ten point seven million of cap space with the Chargers. Awesome. 
that he's tagged. So, yeah. Um, and they did that with Joey Bosa, uh, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams as well, clearing a bunch of gap space. Yep. For that he's hopefully, hopefully for their case, for their uh, sake, will be for an Austin Eckler contract. <laughs> hopefully. I'll let you never know. Hopefully. Hopefully. Okay. Uh, AFC South. Let's start with Indianapolis. We're not going alphabetical order here. Who cares? We're just gonna we're just picking names out of a hat. The Indianapolis Colts have done nothing. Nope, they've done they've done nothing. They signed Taekwon Lewis, and there have been reports that maybe they are interested in trading up to get their quarterback, but I am told that Chris Ballard is uh most certainly not in a position where he is going to force anybody else's hand to go up and get said quarterback, which I think is absolutely fucking silly considering they need a quarterback this year. And if they don't get one, they Chris Ballard may be packing his bags. I think it's stupid, but well, I also think it's stupid because why are you gonna waste a roster that has talent on it for just because you're afraid to make a decision? And I know that that's rich coming from me. Noted risk averse person Adam Caster, but That's true, <laughs> you know uh, I have breaking news. Yes, um, the Los Angeles Chargers have made a signing. Oh, it is former Minnesota Vikings linebacker Eric Kendricks. Oh, good for yes. them. Eric Kendricks going to the Chargers. Don't have don't have terms, but that is that is the deal. Yeah, Ken, Eric Kendricks going to the Chargers. Is gonna just add add to the uh, the group of a bunch of linebackers that they have already. With uh, he's a good player. He's a good yeah, player. He's a good player. Can eight. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so like I was saying, I still think that like they need a quarterback. Like this is they can't just keep you know kicking the can down the road with this quarterback problem. They, need, be, they need a quarterback like, desperately. You're a, you're a professional general manager. You have to, like, a, I know, hypocritical, but you have to be, you have to take some risk in the They've in this done job the recycled quarterback route over and over and over and over again with no success. You also, can't why put would... your, you can't put your new head coach, Shane Steichen, in a position where he's got to now go find another recycled quarterback where that he can fail with in year one. And then, oh, Chris Ballard wants to know why he got fired at the end of the year. Oh, because they haven't drafted a proper fucking quarterback since Andrew Luck. When they got handed Andrew Luck on a silver fucking platter with a number one overall pick. Yes. And also, I mean, they cannot keep, you know, milking the Andrew Luck excuse for why they're not going to pick a franchise quarterback. Andrew Luck has been retired now for six years. That's no four years. Am I, am I is my math that bad? Yeah, he retired in 2019. Wow, my math is terrible. I knew he retired in 2019. I just can't <laughs> add. Wow, that was that was uh, that, my apologies. That was terrible. I was like, I I remember I drafted him in fantasy that year. That was not 20, fun. 2018. 2018 he retired. Mm-hmm. I thought it was preseason 2019. Okay, if you count if you count that, hold on, please hold. No, please he hold. played in the. I just he, I just checked his player page. It's, it says twenty eighteen. He played in the playoffs with the with the Colts. 
Hold on. Against Hold the on. Chiefs. You Hold lost your horses. The in the divisional round in 2018. 2019, Adam. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I'm wrong. Why, 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 do I, why do I doubt you? It's because I drafted him that year in fantasy. Ah, okay. I didn't. I didn't. So I don't have that trauma. That was rough. I was wow, like, I really, I really said, I really said six years. Like I was hot shit. Wow. That's bad. Sorry about that. Yeah. But anyway, they can't keep milking the six years. I knew it was, tw- like, I knew it was 2019 too. I still said six years. Just can't fucking add. Sorry. It's okay. It's, it's a weird time for all of us. My brain is fucking fried after today. Um, it's, but yeah, the cult, the cults just signed an edge rusher. That's it. Yeah. Well, the That's weird it. thing, the weird thing is, is like, it almost feels like they're just signing these band-aid quarterbacks in the hopes that Andrew Luck will someday change his mind and come back. And so they won't have to like throw the baby out with the bathwater. I think they're still I think they're still hoping for Peyton Manning to come back, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest with you. Neither would I. Knowing Jim Irsay. Even yeah. though I don't know Jim Irsay, but I don't want to know Jim Irsay, to be quite honest. <laughs> he seems interesting. And that's, interesting is a way to put it. And that is all I will say. Yep. Interesting is a way to put it. But if they don't draft a quarterback, I don't know. Like, I don't get it, frankly. Anyway, Texans, Houston. Yep. They signed a quarterback. They did. Uh, noted former Houston Texans player, Case Keenum. Texans legend, Case Keenum, back in the building. Yeah. Just Texas, state of Texas legend, Case Keenum. Great guys, love him. Love, yeah. love Case. A uh, nice deal, nice deal for uh, for him. Go back, go back to where he plays college ball, where he started his career in Houston. Nice, yep. nice, full nice. circle. Like it. Uh, Speaking Robert, of full circle, yeah, I was gonna say Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks, teammates once again. For now, for now, <laughs> for now, they are teammates. Once again, um, I have no interest in Robert Woods in fantasy. Could he become appealing in deeper leagues? Sure. Maybe. But in standard 10-team leagues? Nope. Sorry. Not a chance. Seems a bit of a rich contract, though. It's it's the going rate for receivers. Seven in change. Yeah. But I don't know. It just, it just seemed like Robert Woods was like, I mean, he was kind of good down the stretch, but Adam, I don't know. Adam, you can't hate on Bobby Trees. <laughs> how how could you do such a thing? It's a that's great true. guy. I, can't, I can never hate on Bobby Trees. You're right. That's a great, that's a great guy. Uh, then they made I made a couple of the signings. Andrew Beck, not really moving the needle. Uh, Scott Quisenberry re-signed with them. Good signing. Got to get your... Uh, future number two overall pick, Bryce Young slash CJ Shroud. Solid center that could set the ball to him. Uh, Chase Winovich signing with the Texans for Patriots South. Love to see it. Uh, Hassan Ridgeway signed a one-year deal, and then MJ Stewart re-signed on a two-year deal. So, What, what about uh, fantasy legend Mike Boone? Oh. <laughs> yeah, God. God, please. Please don't do this to me. Please. <laughs> don't don't have Mike Boone while he picked Damian Pierce. I'm on my knees. Like You're right. For fuck's sake. Starting Mike Boone in the playoffs again when Damian Pierce gets injured. 
Yeah, or see or see Davion Pierce have like 22 carries for 70 yards and see Mike Boone. Two carries, five yards, two touchdowns. Adam, I will die. Oh, that's brutal. I would die. I, I would just fly. No, I wouldn't want to live anymore. That is rough. Um, Yeah, that's it for the Texans. Let's move on to Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, the big thing with Tennessee, and we'll probably talk about it, uh, it's Ryan Tannehill. You know, rumors surrounding his future with the Tennessee Titans. And all... he, got the, he got the most expensive cap hit. Or is the highest percentage cap hit for his team in the entire league. Which is, I'm not sure if I had that number right, but his cap hit is extraordinary. Um, I do have spot track open, so... Why don't you uh, vamp a little bit while I look this up? Sure, sure. I'll keep. I'll keep going. Um, they've also signed Andre Dillard, former Eagles first round pick, three year deal, just a shade under ten million a year, and they signed a long snapper. Hip hip hooray! And hopefully the Titans are not going to do the very, very, very stupid thing of trading Derrick Henry. That would be absolutely idiotic. Oh wow! Oh wow! Woohoo! Got another another uh, big signing. Yes. Uh, Zach Allen, former Cardinals defensive end, is signing with the Broncos. He's signing on a three-year, forty-six uh, million dollar deal, just a shade under forty-six, which also includes. Hold on. Thirty-two point five million. It's signing. And that is a signing that basically is made for Vance Joseph, as, of course, Vance Joseph coached him when he was in Arizona. So Ryan Tannehill is about 15% of his cap. That's disgusting. That's gross. You want to know what the uh, top five largest cap hits are? Uh, Sean Watson. No. Is it restructured his contract? Fuck off, Adam. It's not. I'm uh, looking at the rent. Aaron Rodgers. No. Dak. No. Mahomes. All four out of the top five are quarterbacks. Mahomes. Mahomes is number one. Josh Allen. Josh Allen is number two. I'm trying to think of quarterbacks that I've gotten. A Kyler. No. Really. Uh, I'm trying to think. We literally just talked about him. Ryan Tannehill? Yeah. I thought you were including Ryan Tannehill in the, in the discussion. Fuck's oh. sake. Yeah, uh, Ryan Matt, Tannehill. Matt Stafford? Nope. Really? Huh. Uh, Russell Wilson? Nope. What? Oh, shit. I suck at this game. Uh, Derek Carr? No. <laughs> What 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 conference is he in? What co- he's in the NFC. He's in the NFC. Um, uh, doing a little bit of scanning. Uh, NFC North. Not Jared Goff. No. Kirk Cousins. The NFC- yeah, it's Kirk Cousins. Okay. All right. I don't know if this is updated. Because Tom Brady's still here. Oh, Tom, Hello. love him. Love Although it is, oh, it's uh, it's in red because it's void. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And then number five is Laramie Tunsil. 
Not for long. Not for long. Matt Ryan is number six, by the way. Oh, Matty Ice. Great guy. Um, Aaron Rodgers is 10. Jared Goff's 11. Uh, Dak is 19. Okay. I think the... Yeah. So there you go. That's a fun game. Anyway, I know we haven't even gotten to the NFC yet. So we gotta move. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jacksonville? Yep, they've re-signed C.J. Beathard. Evan Ingram on the Knox was a franchise tag. And they signed defensive lineman Roy Robertson-Harris on a three-year, $30 million extension. I would expect them probably to sign a running back at some point that can uh, go hand-in-hand with Travis Etienne. Or maybe they're going to draft one. But outside of that, not much for Jacksonville to do. Um, I would also expect them maybe to be in the market for an offensive lineman now that Jawan Taylor has uh, gone to pastures and new. Yep. Um, and they also restructured like a million contracts. Yep. Create the cast space. Yep. All right. Pittsburgh in the in the AFC North. Awesome. They, good move for them, signing Patrick Peterson. Yeah, and he had a good season last year with with Minnesota. Gets a nice little raise. Uh, two years, $14 million with about just under six guaranteed signing. So uh, Steelers needed to get help in the secondary. That was one of the worst spots of their team last year. And they get it in the form of Patrick Peterson. Nice veteran presence. You can add to that defense as well. So nice. Very nice. Um, Yeah, Baltimore. Baltimore. Nothing, Baltimore, because Baltimore, they Baltimore. have to resign Lamar Jackson. Or do they? Fuck knows. Well, Honestly. Lamar Jackson. Honestly, who, who the fuck knows? <laughs> like, fuck me. Lamar Jackson. It was the, uh, the non-exclusive uh, tag, so he can... It's basically like, for those that watch sports with guaranteed contracts, um, this is like restricted free agency. I don't... I don't understand why teams are not going to be going all, all, all over that for Lamar Jackson. Like I, I, I don't get it. Well, it's because they're, they're like, well, the rain, unless they offer him like to use a hockey example, they offer him like a Shea Weber contract. Well, if he, like it, a, it, it, yes, it is one thing. If he wants a fully guaranteed deal, if that is what he's, that is what he's holding out over guarantee, fully guaranteed deal. That is absolutely stupid that the Ravens would do that. Because really, any deal that's reasonable for Baltimore, they're going to match it because they want to keep Lamar Jackson. Correct. So a team is kind of like, well, this is just a you know fruitless. We have to sign something. We need to either hope Baltimore is stupid and doesn't match the contract, if it's reasonable, or sign a contract so exorbitant that they can't match it because it's not reasonable. Correct. Um, which is basically what happened. Look up Shea Weber. That whole RFA situation with Shea Weber with uh, Nashville and Philadelphia, crazy story. Yep, and that's the reason why his contract is the way it is. Um, also, see uh, yes, Barry Cock and Yemi. His contract was kind of nuts when he signed as an RFA with, um, or no, it was it uh, Sebastian Aho? No, it was Aho. Is that whole saga anyway? I think it was both. I think it was both. Well, I think I think it was Kock, both. Yeah, Cock and Yemi. Signed with Carolina as an RFA, and then Aho tried to, uh, Montreal tried to sign Aho from Carolina as an RFA. I think you have a reverse, but yeah, basically it's retribution. But no, Kotkaniemi's playing for. No, I know, but no, well, Carolina matched Aho's contract. That's what I said. Yeah. 
No, well, that was first. And then as retribution. Carolina oh, oh I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yes, I had the I had the order. I had the order mixed up. Yeah. But anyway, so I mean that's really what's gonna happen. And that's the same thing with Josh Jacobs, too. You know, you there's always the looming threat of you know the team matching. And that's different though. Different though for a running back than it is for a quarterback. That's true. That's absolutely true. Because you know, quarterback way more important of a position than running back. Agreed. But, and I think that, that that's probably, that's the thing that's, you know, keeping teams away from more, um, from Lamar Jackson at the moment is the threat that all their money is going to, like, they're going to make plans around Lamar Jackson, but the Ravens could be just like, nope, thanks for doing our work for us, and we're going to match the contract. Yeah. Or it take for two first round picks? Yeah. But otherwise, um, they did release Calais Campbell, which is... Uh, very surprising. He'll 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 have a ton of interest. Yeah, I mean, he'd be great for the Jets if they didn't have like so much cap issues. Uh, like even if like Carl Lawson wasn't already like a candidate to be like cut or restructured. Yeah, he he'd be he'd be awesome in Dallas next to next to Demarcus Lawrence and with Micah Parsons. Oh, he'd be awesome in Dallas. But Dallas is going to go in a different direction, I think. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland. Has yeah. Cleveland done anything? Uh, they re-signed their center, Ethan Potrich, on a three-year, $18 million deal. And they signed Obo Okoronkwo uh, on a three-year, $19 million deal, which could go up to $22 million. So, add a piece to, add a piece to their defense, one, that, one that's going to replace your Davion Clowney, and someone that's going to go right next to Miles Garrett. So, nice. Yep. And they, like I said... Uh, Deshaun Watson restructured a shit ton of contracts, including Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and they had they got thirty five million dollars of cap space out of that crazy shit. Um, last in the AFC East or last in the AFC? Last okay, let me say that again. Uh, last in the AFC, the Cincinnati Bengals. Jermaine Pratt uh, resigned in a three year deal. Honestly, who, when uh, these quarterbacks, when the quarterback dominoes fall, if I'm Joe Burrow, I'm sending all of them a fruit basket. Yeah, and I, I do think this is the offseason where Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, for that matter, get uh, new contracts. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's around that time. Yes. Can you believe that 2020, it's going to almost be four years since the 2020 draft? Crazy. I know. Crazy. Absolutely like, crazy. My fucking gray hair is growing up. Yeah. But otherwise, nothing uh, nothing too uh, nuts here. But uh, yeah, that's, that is that. All right. Let's move on to the NFC. And we'll start with the NFC East. So the New York football giants, the, the big move that they did was uh, re-signing Daniel Jones, of course, to that huge, huge contract. That's the contract where Joe Burrow is, then, is uh, sending Daniel Jones a fruit basket because that's crazy. If Daniel Jones is getting that much money, Joe Burrow is going to be getting like half a billion. He held the giant. He held the Giants ransom, and Giants paid for it. Good for Daniel Jones for getting his bag, forty million a year. 
almost 85 million in guaranteed dollars, 35 million in incentives. Nice. Good work. Good, good, yep. good work. Uh, Saquon Barkley on the non-exclusive tag. Uh, Sterling Shepard back on a one year on a one year deal has to prove has to prove himself, but nice option to bring back if you're if you're the Giants could be a very very solid number three receiver. And then they went out and they uh, re-signed Gerard Davis. They signed Raheem Nunez Rochez, uh, re-signed Jamie Gillian, and then they signed Bobby Okereke on a four year forty million dollar deal, which included twenty two million guaranteed. Really really good signing. Played really well against them on New Year's Day. Had seventeen tackles. Uh, against the Giants, and what a way to show off for your potential new employers uh, on New Year's Day, like Bobby Okereke did. And he's going to be really, really good for them. They were in on uh, Tremaine Edmonds, but obviously the amount of money that Tremaine Edmonds got from Chicago, that became a little bit too rich for the Giants, so they settled for their plan B, which was Bobby Okereke. And he'll be good, he'll be a good signing for them. Yep, absolutely. And yeah, he was he was a pretty underrated guy um, last year for yep. the Indianapolis Colts. It's it's very easy to be uh, overshadowed a little bit when you're uh, lining up next to uh, Shaq Leonard. Yep, absolutely. All right. Next up, your Dallas Cowboys. They've done nothing because the Cowboys don't do anything in free agency. Adam, they oh, no. wait for the they wait for the draft. Uh, they have Tony Pollard in the non-exclusive franchise tag. And according to uh, my sources, they are monitoring Bobby Wagner and they're hoping to bring in Bobby Wagner because I mean, the last time, last time he was a free agent, they were second place in the running when he signed with the Rams. And right now I'm told that it's a two team race for Bobby Wagner with the Cowboys and the Seahawks obviously did not end well for Bobby Wagner in Seattle. So if he wants to reunite with his old defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, Dallas could be the move. And that would be an unbelievable spot for him. Yeah. That would be pretty pretty sweet. Him next to uh, Leighton Vander Esch. Leighton Vander Esch is a free agent. I'm, I'm told that it's looking like he's going to walk. Ooh. Yeah, it's Never mind like then. Yeah, it's looking like he's going to walk. So he would he would be the starting middle linebacker and playing next to Micah Parsons. <laughs> yes, please. As uh, as they say in the business, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I can tell you what that that uh, that. OP uh, hit stick that's on Madden with Bobby Wagner. Be real nice playing Madden 24 and having Bobby Wagner with a star on his helmet. Fumbles yeah. fucking galore. That's crazy. But otherwise, the Cowboys just restructure contracts and that's about it. Yeah, they're looking at, they're looking to re-sign their own. They're still negotiating with Dalton Schultz. Um and look at it, keep their own, like Adam said. And I think most of the most of the business that they do is going to be through the draft. Uh, I've heard nothing thus far about Ezekiel Elliott, whether or not he's going to stay, whether or not he's going to go. Interesting. Well, maybe they'll wait for the draft, like you said. Yeah, they could just it could always designate him as a post June first cut, and then get that get that cap money then. Um, but I have I have not heard of it. Yep. All right. Next up is the defending NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles. And, um, you know, they let or, you know, they signed Brandon Graham or they re-signed Brandon Graham to a uh, to a one year contract. And they didn't really do much, honestly. And Jason Kelsey coming back, but they really can't do much because they have a Jalen Hurts contract on the horizon. A lot of cap dollars now that are going to be catching up to them. Eagles got to really round out their roster with uh, the amount of draft picks that they have. And they have to use their draft picks wisely and 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 really spend 
uh, those draft picks to fill out the needs on that roster. I don't really see the Eagles being a huge player in free agency. Uh, the one other piece that I'm told the Eagles are looking to re-sign uh, in a very, very big way is safety C.J. Gardner-Johnson. And in order to do that, they may have to uh, make Darius Slay a cap casualty via a trade or an outright release. That would be what a get that would be for a team mm-hmm. getting Darius Slay. Yeah, yeah, it'd be, it would be a really good get. Uh, that is true, though, with with uh, Philadelphia and uh, that contract with Jalen Hurts. I mean, that's something that is kind of lingering with a lot of these teams. Um, yes. So I, I have two uh, news items. So uh, talking about the Texans, they have made another signing, uh, a familiar face for D'Amico Ryan's Jimmy Ward. Safety is signing with the Texans, don't have the terms, and it is looking like the Saints are going to be re-signing a good friend of ours on this podcast, Jameis Winston. Back to the Saints, a one-year, $8 million deal. He'll back up Derek Carr. Damn. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't – Jameis was not going to be starting. It was going to be a back – it was going to be backup opportunity. He stays in New Orleans with what's familiar with him. I'm shocked I'm, – I'm personally shocked that he, he didn't maybe sign with – uh, Denver to be with Sean Payton, the guy who brought him to New Orleans in the first place. But um, Jameis is staying in in New Orleans. Yep. Sorry, I was looking on Twitter on other stuff. I thought the other Connor McGovern uh, signed somewhere, but I don't think he did. Uh, if he did, I haven't seen him. Um. All right. I think I said this, but. If I didn't, I'm going to say again, but you know, we have the 2020 draft class, you know, those contracts looming. I think that's why a lot of those teams, except for, I guess, the Dolphins, who think that the cap is a myth, they're told, they're, that is told uh, around campfires and summer camp. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, the Chargers and the Bengals and the Eagles, they're like, well, we need to, you know, hoard all this money for our huge quarterback contracts. Yep. So it just makes, it makes the most sense in the world for them to yes. do that. Alrighty, the Washington Commanders. Obviously, the big news that happened a couple weeks ago was that they uh, cut Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. and that they're probably going to be getting somebody in the draft. You would hope um, to you know develop with Ron Rivera. Um, but the other big news from them is uh, Duran Payne just sent a four-year, ninety million dollar contract. Yep, monster payday for Deron Payne and and deserved it after he got the tag. Quickly signed him to a four-year $90 million deal, $45 million guaranteed, $60 million total guarantees with a $28 million signing bonus. Uh, nice little payday for him, and he's been one of the best interior defensive linemen uh, in football. They also went and signed Andrew Wiley and Nick Gates, two offensive linemen on three-year contracts, both of them respectively. Uh, Cody Barton, David Mayo signing one-year deals with Washington. They claimed Cameron Dantzler off of waivers in the Vikings, and they re-signed Danny Johnson on a two-year deal. So uh, really diversifying, you know, really tr- looking to improve in the trenches and improve at the back end for for Washington. Hopefully looking to compete in a year where you expect Dallas to reload. Uh, Philadelphia may take a step back depending on what, what sort of subtractions they have. The Giants, who knows where they're going to be. So 
Washington could be a very competitive NFC East. Uh, they're they're building up, and they've been with the Giants, uh, one of the more busy teams in day one of the legal tampering period. Yes. All right. The Los Angeles Rams moving on to the NFC West. Uh, the Rams didn't really do anything. Nope, they haven't nope. done anything except for the trade for Jalen Ramsey. So, yep, that's it. Yep. So, any are you hearing anything with the Rams? Maybe Odo Beckham? Were they at the? Were they had his workout? Do you know? Uh no, no, they were not. I'm I'm told that the Odell to Los Angeles ship has sailed. Now that they are basically in a full rebuild, um, I have been told that they could be linked to one of these running backs that's out there. Namely the name I keep hearing is Devin Singletary. That's a name that they are uh, looking at. Uh, David Montgomery could be interesting to them as well, but I don't know how serious that interest is. It, 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 Devin Singletary feels like a name that could make a lot of sense for them to back up uh, Cam Akers. What about Matt Stafford? They're going to need a backup, quarter, backup quarterback there too. And I wonder if that's going to come through the draft. Well, I mean, if Matt Stafford doesn't like retire, or... I'm told he's not going to. I'm told that that there are full plans that Matthew Stafford's going to be back and 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 ready to go. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're going to do a full rebuild. Then why keep Matt Stafford? I guess is the question. Because Matt Stafford is on an absolutely heinous contract that no team is going to want to take. That's fair, and there are not many starting opportunities in the league right now. Yeah, but otherwise not not much with with the Rams. Nope. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals um they released uh Robbie Chosen Anderson. There's nothing there's nothing there. Uh DeAndre Hopkins that name keeps getting floated around in trades. I thought Chicago was going to be a really good spot for him and then they went out and they traded for DJ Moore, we'll talk about that trade in a minute. Um, options are kind of dwindling a little bit for DeAndre Hopkins. I haven't heard any concrete spots for him, but just, you know, off the top of my head, some spots that make sense. Carolina makes a lot of sense. The Giants make a lot of sense. The Patriots make a lot of sense. Oh, get the fuck it. I don't want DeAndre Hopkins in that in with the Patriots. That sounds they, awful. They need, they, they need a receiver. They need They need somebody. No, I know. This is biased Jets fan Adam talking here. I okay. Do not... okay. All right. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Speaking of guys who would look great in the Jets, I mean. With what money? Yeah, I know. With what money? Exactly. With what With what money? Don't you know the salary cap is a, is a campfire story? It's a myth. Then in that case, Miami should be calling him. Uh, yeah, I know. That would be ridiculous. It would be. Um, yeah, but that's that, that's about that. Seattle. Gino. Yeah. Resign Gino, $25 million a year. I would expect them to be in the market for a quarterback in the early mid part of the draft. Yeah, just in case. Yep. Because you never know with Gino. I mean, good good story though. He got he got his bag. Good for him. Yep, very good for him. Um, and we already kind of talked about like you know the, there's a rumor about uh, Bobby Wagner and everything. But yeah, are you hearing anything else with Seattle? Um, not much. 
not much. It's 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 pretty quiet with John Schneider and and Pete Carroll. Cool. Um, They're in the market for linebacker help, but I don't know if Seattle's going to be doing anything massive in free agency. I think really where they're going to improve their team is through the draft. Yeah. Thank and, you. Uh, Thank you. Russell Wilson assets. Yes. Uh, speaking of teams that treat the salary cap as a uh, gentle suggestion, the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Huge, huge day for them landing Javon Hargrave. I mean, that, that defensive line now, Holy shit. I know that's scary. Scary. Really scary. They, oof. I think it just find someone's going to play quarterback for them. Hell, hell, who knows? It could be Sam fucking Donald for all we know. It is. Sam Donald's going to st- No, it's come on. You don't know if Brock Purdy's going to be ready to go. I mean, Trey Lance, what's his status going to be? Who knows? All I do know is that it feels like it's going to be Sam Darnold and one of those other quarterbacks on the roster in 2023 for the 49ers. Just a question of which one. I'm I am very excited to see Sam Darnold look like a Pro Bowl quarterback in this 49ers offense. You fucking should be. <laughs> the NFC West, where Jets rejects get reborn. What's what's next? The Rams are going to get Zach Wilson. Oh God. What's uh, it's gonna what's be perfect. Cla- you have Gino in Seattle, Sam Darnold in San Francisco, Zach Wilson in Los Angeles, and then maybe soon enough, Mike White will go to Arizona. Well, we almost had uh three out of the four, but Cliff Kingsbury got fired, as you know. Jets legend Cliff Kingsbury, yeah, yes, yes, of course, of course, Jets legend Cliff Kingsbury. But um, is uh, Kellen Clemens available? Uh, what about uh, Greg McElroy? Uh, I hear Vinny Testaverde may want to add another team to his resume. Oh, to well, CV. Good. good good for him. <laughs> but yeah, uh, San Darnold signs with the 49ers. He's going to be their backup 100%. Uh, Kevin Givens re-signed with them. Sean Gibson re-signed with them. And Tabor Pepper re-signed with them as well. Yep. But really the big move. Is, Javon Hargrave. Javon Hargrave yeah. was huge. I would be interested though to see how uh, Trey Lance like looks, and you know Brock Purdy. It's weird because it's kind of un- unprecedented because you know with baseball, you know Tommy John is you're out for a year and change, but for football, like if you get Tommy John, then how long are you out for? I mean, I guess we're kind of seeing that a bit with Bryce Harper, also, a little bit because he had the he had a, the same issue. Um, although I don't know, did Brock Purdy actually get Tommy John surgery, or is he just rehabbing it? I think he got Tommy John. I think. So I mean, maybe he'll have to like alter his mechanics a little bit if he wants to, um, you know, play earlier, like mm-hmm. a little bit earlier. Kind of what we said with Josh Allen when he uh, sprained his UCL. Right. That screwed Josh Allen up for the rest of the year. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting situation with oh, uh, sure. quarterbacks. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, knowing the 49ers, they're just going to either have Sam Darnold play like an all pro uh, first teamer, or they're just going to find some guy 
in the in the back end of the draft and be like, you're our guy, and he's going to be amazing. Correct. Because that's what they do. Yep. All right. NFC South. Let's start off with the big with the big team that made a big move. The Carolina Panthers. Uh, yeah. Traded up for the number one overall pick. Gave up DJ Moore to do it. Who the hell Anthony Richardson or CJ Stroud is going to throw to? I have no idea. Uh, I've heard they've been linked with the likes of Adam Thielen, Adam, uh, Alan Lazard, to name a few. Um, but as of right now, Von Bell signed there. I think it's a nice signing for their secondary. And their defense, their defense was very good last year. Their defense was not the problem. It was their offense that just couldn't generate anything. So adding Shy Tuttle, Von Bell, nice pieces for their defense. And they re-signed Bradley Bozeman, their center, on a $6 million per year deal, three-year deal for him. And that ensures that all five starters will be returning for the Panthers' offensive line in 2023. Still some work to do on the skill position areas for Carolina, but overall, I like what they've done. Would you like to hear the compensation, the official compensation for the trade for first overall? Uh, it was. Can I, can I have a guess? Yes. It was a first this year, a second yes. this year, a yes. first next year, a second mm-hmm. next year, and DJ Moore. Correct. And the Bears gave a pick back. It was like a sixth round pick. Oh, it doesn't say that on spot track. It just says the Carolina gets the first overall pick. I could be making that up. I could be making that up, but I, f- I feel like that the, the, the Bears gave a pick back. Yeah, I don't know, but that's that's basically the trade. Well, so. now what's, inter- what's interesting with that, from what I hear, is that the Jets are now considering trading up over Chicago to get the first crack at a tackle. Because they are worried that Chicago is going to draft an offensive lineman, which they need desperately. And who else needs an offensive lineman desperately, specifically an offensive tackle? The New York Jets. Yes, we do. So, and well, yeah, because there is a, they're playing, they're there playing is their a Northwestern kid that would look absolutely dapper in a Chicago Bears uniform, Peter Skaronsky. Also, he doesn't have to leave. Nope. Basically. Nope. And Skaronsky's. Player Skaronsky is a player, but you could also reunite Paris Johnson with Justin Fields. That's that's also the other side of the coin. Uh, so many narratives, so little time. Or you just take Broderick Jones from Justin Fields's old university, the University of Georgia. Yes, um, that's interesting. I mean, we'll have to see what the what the potential Aaron Rodgers uh, compensation package is into. Really see if the Jets have the have the ammo. That's to trade also up. true. That's also true. We don't we don't know what they're giving up, and that is something that we probably won't know until like Wednesday or tomorrow. Who knows? Right. But uh, that's about it for that. New Orleans, you know, they signed Derek Carr. That's the, that was the huge story. Um, they restructured uh, Cameron Jordan's contract, and. Um, they also signed Juwan Johnson. Um, they haven't really done anything free agency wise. Uh, no, no, they really haven't. Aside done anything from out- that, aside no, from Derek outside, Carr, outside of Derek Carr, they really haven't done anything. Derek Carr was the was the big deal they needed to fill. 
and they got it done. So, yeah. And also Jameis that we talked about before. Standing on the corner, Jameis Winston, New Orleans, Louisiana. Such a fine sight to see. All right. Well, anyway, let's. It's another pick, my lord. Put it on the scoreboard. Oh, wait. It's a TD. So uh, let's block out like 20 minutes. Let's call it the bird rant 20 minutes because we're moving on to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, so before I get to that, uh, the Falcons actually have signed Caden Ellis from the Saints. He nope. is staying in the division and he is going to Atlanta. What position does he play? Linebacker. Oh, good yeah, for him. He was, he was a hot topic. There were teams that were uh, really checking in on him, but it seems like the Falcons and Arthur Smith got that done. And I'm also hearing uh, that Marcus Davenport, former Saints defensive end, is signing with the Vikings. He is signing on a one-year $13 million deal. Nice. Yeah, good bit of business by the by the Vikings. Um, okay, the Falcons. Uh, Jesse Bates, that is an unbelievable signing for them. And he wanted to play. He wanted to play for Atlanta. They got that done. And it's going to be a really, really nice addition to their secondary. I think it's going to be really, it's a really, really nice job that Atlanta got that done. Uh, Bradley Pinion signing a three-year deal with them. David Onyemata from the Saints also signing a three-year deal. Lorenzo Carter re-signs on a two-year deal. Chris Linder, they re-sign him. Oh, and they trade for John New fucking Smith. What? Why? 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 I don't know why. Like, it's because Arthur Smith hates Kyle Pitts. Adam, 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 Adam. I'm willing to make a bet with you right now. <laughs> right now, on the spot. Okay. <laughs> Name your price. I don't give a fuck. John U. Smith will have more touchdown passes in 20, more touchdown catches in 2023 than Kyle Pitts. Oh, God. I, I will not take that bet because I know that you'll be right. <laughs> Like what the fuck? What the Arthur, fuck are we doing? Arthur oh, Smith. Oh my god! Not to bring more hockey into this, but much like Kyle Dubas, Arthur Smith loves his guys. BRB, I'm gonna go scream into the void. <gasps> he loves god. loves his guys. What the hell? Why do I... you even draft Kyle Pitts? Yeah, but. You spent a top five pick on a tight end. Also, wasn't Arthur Smith the coach when they drafted him? Yes. So I don't get it. Neither do I. This makes no fucking sense. If the plan all along was to reunite with Johnny Smith. What? 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 <laughs> Why? Why? If uh, what, the, what the fuck is the point? If Arthur Smith is saying like, oh, well, you know, Kyle Pitts didn't live up to expectations. It's like that means like, we're all trying to find the guy who did this. This is your fault, Arthur Smith, that Kyle Pitts hasn't lived up to expectations. No, he's just better at re- at redeeming Cordero Patterson, resurrecting his fucking career, and setting Kyle Pitts is down the fucking tube. It's ridiculous. It is so stupid. It is so, so, so stupid. 
What the yeah. fuck? I I I I I I I give up. I mean, also, who's throwing him the ball? To be honest with you, just throw him the ball. Like for fuck's sake, it's not hard. Yeah, well, I mean, who is throwing him the ball? Well, is the question. True. That's also true. Who is throwing him the ball? That's a great, great, great question. Imagine Ryan Tannehill. Oh God. Oh God. Arthur Smith loves his guys. Ryan Tannehill back with Jonu Smith. Kyle Pitts wouldn't see the fucking ball ever. That would be it. <laughs> that would be it. Fuck. Oh, Ryan, T- Ryan Tannehill. T- just Titans just a bit over to the east. Or just a bit over to the west. Oh, east. East. No, I I was right the first time. It yeah, is east. 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 I, I thought about it backwards. Just Titans a bit. Titans east. Oh, God. And the Bucks signed Jamel Dean. Okay, we can, we can move on to the NFC North. The NFC North is the most storylines. Just the most capital S storylines. Uh, Green Bay. Just Green Bay. They re-signed Kayshawn Nixon. Awesome. Punt returner. It's fast. Good job. And? Oh, and then this guy is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, there's also, there's also him, too. Um, we're all waiting. We're all waiting for what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. And um, I wish I had concrete information to put out there. Um, I've heard things. But I am not this. This is a this is a story, a situation where you need to be quadruple checking your sources and making sure whatever you put out there is reliable. Because this is a story where if you don't get it right, you're fucked and your credibility is shot. So well, also there's a there's like so much of a there's so much more possibility of a subterfuge, so to speak. We don't team, know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. We we don't we we honestly we don't know. Now now Trey Wingo can say that it's done, you know, whatever. Um okay, like all right, cool. I don't want to comment on anything until the deal is done because I take great value in being right. I, I don't frankly, know if I don't know with the information that I have, I don't know if I'm right. Therefore, I'm not going to put the information out there. Unless I see a picture of Aaron Rodgers holding up a Jets jersey at a press conference. I I will not believe I will not believe that this is happening yet. <laughs> I'll believe it when, when when a trade is announced or something well, is yeah. announced. He, guess, he does he does do his afternoon spot on Pat McAfee tomorrow, so I will say that Pat McAfee show might be a must listen. Probably, I mean, I'm sure Pat Pat McAfee is loving this. Well, he knows he's gonna get he's gonna get a shit ton of uh, listeners tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely loving this. I mean, this is why. You cultivate a relationship with Aaron Rodgers in the first place. For moments like this, yeah. But, um, I mean, let's assume, for the sake of argument, because it's more fun that way, that Aaron Rodgers is gone. And because this is a fantasy podcast, so what does this team look like with Jordan Love as your full-time starter? Well, with no Alan Lazard, Christian Watson is definitely appealing. 
because he'll get a shit ton of targets. Um, Aaron Jones definitely takes a hit because I don't know how many touchdowns are going to be available for him. AJ Dillon takes a hit because I don't know how many touchdowns are going to be available for him. The 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 whole possibility of you, you could you could definitely see significant touchdown regression for the amount of t- total touchdowns that are scored by the Packers with Jordan Love. Now, who knows? Jordan Love could be the next Hall of Fame quarterback. We we don't know. Well, knowing the Packers, probably. It, 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 exactly. I would say that it's very telling that Brian Gutkunst is saying that Jordan Love has to play because he does. They spent a first-round pick on him for a reason. But again, I don't know because this is Aaron Rodgers. We don't know what the fuck Aaron Rodgers is thinking. The only person who knows what Aaron Rodgers is thinking is Aaron Rodgers. I don't even think he knows. Yeah, and he, even then, I don't know. If I had to... Uh, no, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. That's true. Tell me all fair. <laughs> we can we can move on. The, the Vikings signed Josh Oliver on a three-year deal. 21 million bucks. He's a replacement for Irv Smith. He'll be the backup to TJ Hawkinson. Uh, Lions did some good things. Yeah. Well, what about Adam Thielen? Yeah, Adam Thielen got cut. Yeah. Ton of interest. Ton of interest ton in of him. Interest. Yep. A lot of interest in him. Interesting to see where he goes. I do think he's waiting for uh, for a certain somebody to uh, decide what he's going to do before he signs anywhere. I've heard I've heard about that. Well, I mean, I've seen people tweeting about that, that Adam Thielen might be wait, waiting for a guy whose first name also begins with A to make a decision. Hooked on a do-do-do-do. I'm waiting for Aaron. Do 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 do. Will he be in love with me? Well, I'm actually stealing that for a fancy name for a fancy team name. Hooks on a Thielen. That sounds that's amazing. I'm a fucking genius. What do you want me to say? Yes. You do have good ideas. Thank you. Uh the Bears. I've been told. Uh, I've been told that I'm a comedic genius. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. The Chicago Bears made the most moves, I feel oh like. My God, did they? In this free agency period. In this not even free agency legal tampering. I mean, I, I just hate the concept of legal tampering at this point. Cause like just say free agency starting today and not like legal tampering. Who the f- who fucking cares? Uh, Draymond Jones has, is signing with the Seahawks. He leaves the Denver Broncos. Big addition for the Seahawks in the middle of their defense. Oh, a lot of defensive players going in this free agency to start. It's a deep, it's a deep defensive class this year. Very, very, very deep. Yep. Um. Yeah, we could save my diatribe on why I don't like, and why I'm thinking today that I don't like the whole concept of the legal tampering period. We'll save that for another time. Because honestly, it just doesn't make any sense. Because, I mean, tampering no, happens it anyway. No, it doesn't, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But it's the world we live in. What makes sense in the fuck in the world these days? Uh, the Lions. Cameron Sutton on a three-year deal. Nice work. They needed help in the secondary. Alex Anzalone back there on a three-year deal. Good work. He was great for them in the middle of their defense. Isaiah Bugs back there. And then Craig Reynolds re-signing. Lions are going to do are going to do more. I would expect them to really go and and try and improve their defense as much as they possibly can. Uh, 
make Jared Goff not have to put 35 points again. Yeah. Although it'd be nice if he could still do that for that. I, I can tell you, I would really love that for, for my son. Yeah. Carry on Johnson's not on the lines anymore. No, 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 no. My other son. K makers is on the Rams. No, no, no. My other son. Uh, Joe Mixon's on the Bengals. My, my other son. Alan Robinson's also on the Rams. My other son. I would so call him Sun God. Oh, your other S U N son? Sun God. Amon Ra. Great guy. Love him. You remember, remember when I told everyone to pick up Amon Ra St. Brown? That was a great time. Yes, I do remember that. That was this awesome. Is like the Maker, this is the Cam Akers thing all over again. It is. It is. Only Amon Ra St. Brown is actually good. I know. Hey, Cam Akers threw in people championships last year. I don't want to hear any bullshit about Cam Akers. That's my guy. <laughs> um, but another thing with the Lions, I know that a running back that was rumored to be signing with a bunch of teams, the Jets, one of them, is uh, Jamal Williams. Yep, he's generating a ton of interest. A ton of interest. Um, if I had to bet, if I was a betting man, I would say Jamal Williams goes back to the Detroit Lions. Are you not a betting man? I am reformed, Adam. <laughs> okay. I am reformed. Fair. <laughs> uh, okay. Last but not least, the Bears. Yep. And not least because they did the most yeah. at this point. Oh, my God. Um, okay. They re-signed, they re-signed their fullback, Kari Blazing game. Awesome. Signed Nate Davis. Good well, work. Needed also. to improve on their, on their offensive line. Then two linebackers, not one, but two linebackers. Tremaine Edmonds, four years, 72 million, 18 million a year, 50 million guaranteed. Holy smokes. And then TJ Edwards from the Eagles, three years, 19 and a half million, 12 million bucks guaranteed. Both of them will be plug and play linebackers from day one for the Chicago Bears. Good for them. And then the guy who came over in the trade, DJ Moore. What does his fantasy value look like? This is how we end the show. It is going to be a dense conversation. Awesome. We say this for last, Adam. Good work. So, DJ <laughs> Moore. I've had so many conversations with people about DJ Moore. Adam, let me ask you. What would you say in this offense that likes to run a lot, what would you say DJ Moore's ceiling is? As far as ranking, I guess he's probably a top thirty receiver. So I have him. I have him right now as my wide receiver twenty-one. I'm worried that the Bears are just going to run so much that DJ Moore he's not going to be as week to week reliable. Well, it's kind of a paradox. Or not even a paradox. It's like a, a way. Chick- it's a chicken or the egg thing. Is it Justin Fields is not a good thrower because he had nobody to throw to? Or is Justin Fields not a good thrower because he's just naturally a runner? Well, they needed to get Justin Fields a receiver and 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 they got it. Um I said all along that if DeAndre Hopkins went to the Bears, I'd be all over Justin Fields, I'd be all over DeAndre Hopkins. DJ Moore is different because I just don't know what the ceiling is for his production. Like 
honestly, on the super high end, to me, DJ Moore is an 85-90 catch guy with six to eight touchdowns. That is on the extreme high end. Yeah, and I mean, you look at DJ Moore last year, early last year with like Baker Mayfield. He was like, we were thinking that we was going to, like we were going to fire him into the sun. Like he was awful. Like DJ Moore is so inconsistent. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it's different with if it was Hopkins. If it was Hopkins, we know that Hopkins has, you know, a proven track record of being a great receiver, a proven track record of being a great receiver with shitty quarterbacking. And, you know, we I feel like I'd be more comfortable picking him in a spot. But with DJ Moore, it's like, isn't this kind of a similar, if not a little bit better, marginally better situation for him? Yeah, it's definitely a better situation where he could be more involved in, in, in the offense, for sure. Um, what I will say is Donald Mooney's dynasty value is dead and buried. Cole Komet. I still like him. I still like him a lot. David Montgomery probably is not going back there. I've heard him linked a ton with with the Denver Broncos. So that could be an interesting spot for David Montgomery. And I'm telling you right now, if David Montgomery officially does not go back to Chicago, watch what happens to Khalil Herbert's ADP. Khalil Herbert might be a top 15 pick. (laughs) No, 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 no. He won't be that high. He won't be that high. He'll definitely be... Depending on who they who else they bring in, I, I just don't see them going with just Khalil Herbert, but I would imagine him being a borderline top 24 running back, which is still is just, whoa. Well, with how much they run the ball and like how good he looked last year with Oh, David he looked Montgomery great. Injured. Yeah, he, he looked great. It's not like a a gut reaction not justified at all. Like it, it makes sense to do that, but yeah, I don't know. It seems more well for DJ Moore. This, like I said, this feels more like a lateral move for him. I don't know if he's in a better situation than he was. I think he's in a better situation because there's a more established quarterback. I think I, I I wouldn't feel great about him playing with a rookie, but we don't know. We don't know if, if Justin Fields is a shitty passer or if Justin Fields just wasn't passing as much because there's nobody they can pass the ball to. We're gonna find out. Yeah. And really, this is kind of the the year that's a that's a referendum on Justin Fields as a quarterback. It's yes, year, it's year three. You need to know yep. if he's going to be your guy or not. Correct, correct. We have to figure that out. Yeah. Um, before we go, I know there was one guy that we didn't talk about who is in the NFC North that you heard his name in trade rumors or just rumors in general. Who also plays running back, actually, um, yeah. Dalvin Cook. Uh, yeah, so I've heard that the AFC East seems to be the spot where he could end up. Uh, Buffalo has checked in on him. Miami has checked in on him. Buffalo seems to be a very logical spot just because. Calvin Cook on the Bills, get the fuck out of here. Play with his brother. I hate that. Oh, yeah, that's right. They are. Play They're with brothers. his brother. I hate that. And the Bills, the Bills also just freed up about $35 million in cap space with restructuring contracts of Vaughn Miller and Josh Allen. Oh, that team would be so good. I hate that so much as a Jets fan. And you, and, and, and you also reunite Dalvin Cook and Stefan Diggs. 
So if you want a way to keep Stefan Diggs happy after not a very nice end to the season, that could be a way to uh, sort of patch things up. Well, if Dalvin Cook gets traded, I mean, do you think Kirk Cousins gets traded? No, no. I think I think if Dalvin Cook gets traded, they quickly re-sign Alexander Madison and then and then sign somebody else. I guess. And Alexander Madison's ADP before they bring in somebody else would go through the roof. Probably so anybody in keeper or dynasty, check check your waiver wires for Alexander Madison. And Viking, the Vikings are an interesting spot. The NFC North is just the the nucleus of all the offseason rumors. It feels like yeah, just so much stuff is happening here. Yeah, in, in a lot of ways. All right, well. This is a uh, fun show. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can follow all episodes wherever you get your podcast. For my co-host at Birdsall, I am Adam Caster, and we'll talk to you probably later this week when we have to do an emergency podcast because some weird shit happened. So, yeah. <laughs> yep, more than likely. More than likely yeah. it's going to end up happening. Uh, we'll talk to you later this week. If not, we'll talk to you uh, next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.